Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. I'm all fired up about our next guest. I love having him on. I love talking about Grandma's spaghetti sauce, his plans for the holidays, and some college football. Oregon State's uh, Jack Coletto, linebacker, quarterback, running back, uh, all-around guy, uh, a, uh, a foodie, as it turns out, for Italian, uh, Italian pasta sauce, man of the world. What else can we call Jack Coletto? Uh, let's bring him on. Hey, how do you feeling about Jonathan Smith, Coach of the Year? Rapid reaction. What was your reaction when you heard that? I mean, I don't know why it was co-coach of the year. It should be just Coach of the Year, but either way, I'm fired up for him. What makes him? What makes him good at his job? Establishing a winning culture. If you were, yeah, yeah, that'd be the that'd be the quickest answer. Yeah. Yeah. So give me an idea, because you were there when the culture got established. Is it was it his words? Was it his actions? Was uh, you know that first meeting that he had? What you know? What was it about him? Um, it was it had to be the actions. As when he comes in, you know, on a day to day basis, it's like he's always a man of his word, and also bringing in people that believe in this program and believe that we can win. You know, he implemented that and got a lot of people that could do that and. From there, the culture just, you know, started to grow and blew up from there, and that where it's at now. It's funny because, you know, you hear leaders who all the time will say, hey, they'll write books about this is the most important part of leadership or that's the most important part. And and um, I, get, I get the impression that the guys who play for Jonathan Smith feel like that he's kind of in it with them. Am I reading that right? Do you feel like, you know, all along that, you know, he's in there with you? Oh, yeah, I'd agree with that. He's definitely a player's coach, and he's he, he always takes in the player's input, too, so I think that's probably the aspect that makes the players feel like he's involved with us because it's not so much of a chain of command, me tell you to do this, then you do it, and therefore that's going to make us good. It's kind of like we're in this thing together. Bowl game coming up. Is Jack Coletto playing in the bowl game? Do you know yet? Is Jack Coletta playing in the bowl game? Of course Jack Coletta's playing in the bowl game. <laughs> Absolutely. Was that even a question? Like, did you have to ask some people? Do you talk to your people? They talk to his people? Like, how does that, that decision get made? It, it got made when I said, I'm playing in this bowl game. <laughs> that, that. Um, I, I get the impression this one means something. Like, you know, in getting 10 wins, being in Vegas, playing an SEC opponent, Kind of feel like this game means something to you guys. Oh, it definitely does, especially on the national stage. And I mean, we don't need to make it bigger than it needs to be. It's you know, it's another it's another game against a good opponent. We've played several this year, but we're definitely excited for the opportunity. And our ultimate goal when we go down there is to win the ball game. And you know, we're going to have fun doing that. I'm not going to you know lie to you about that one, but we understand what the ultimate goal is. I want you to take. You're a smart guy, okay? I want you to take. 
the 20,000 foot view of college bowl season with me. I I got a I got an idea and I think that you know there're going to be some guys who opt out because maybe they're a high draft pick, maybe uh you know their agent is telling them hey, don't do this, you know, it's too big a risk for you. There's going to be that crowd that you're never going to change their mind on whether or not they should play in a bowl game. But would, do you think it would help if some of the sponsors of bowl games said to teams, look, we've got a pool of money, we're going to pay, uh, you know, $10,000 a player for participating in this game, you know, as a reward, it'll kind of be an NIL thing, these games are sponsored anyway, the bowl reps are making money, they have money. Jack Coletto, would you would you support that? Do you think that would keep some guys that may opt out from opting out, or are they are they uh, speaking another language? Oh my gosh, let me think about that for a little bit. I mean, it's obviously a great idea to entertain. Yeah. And I mean, the real question is is where are the players opting out, getting their information from? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't really had agents tell me, oh, you should opt out of this game. I and mean, if they did, I wasn't going to. But I mean, who knows? It's like it could change the agent's perspective on things, and you know, maybe that money means something to the players at the moment. So I think it'd honestly be a good trial to run and see how it goes. Yeah, I'd try it. Like in the Vegas Bowl, ten grand to every player. Let's see what happens. Do you get fewer guys opting out? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But it's worth an experiment. Jack Coletto is with us, Oregon State linebacker. Um, let, let's talk about that process. There's a bowl game to be played. There's a pro career on the horizon for you. How do you navigate that? Who do you lean on for advice? How do you decide, you know, if you're going with an agency or whatnot, and who is that? How do you make all those decisions? It's so funny because we've had a few players come through here and talk about, you know, just being a player like Steven Jackson. And there's a few times I asked him about the process, and he kind of brought up the point, like, you really don't know what you're doing, but ultimately (laughs) that's okay. As long as you know what to look for and where to look and what questions to ask, you you'll ultimately find the answers you need and make it through. But for me, like my immediate family, this is I'm the first person that will be in the NFL draft draft process. So ultimately, it's all this experience and everything I'm going to get is going to be on my own. So ultimately, I'm just I don't really. I don't really know exactly what I'm doing, but it's, you know, I could kind of understand, you know, who's really out there for my benefit. I have a little bit of an idea on the questions to ask and, you know, you come in with your set of sense of values and you just kind of go from there, but it's a messy process. It's just about learning and improving as you go along. I think it's interesting because I think the same thing might be able to be said about a lot of high, highly, recruited high school players that they kind of don't know what they're getting into they go through the process and maybe maybe that's why we see so many guys in the transfer portal because we see guys that a year or two or three years later know a lot more about college football oh definitely and i mean the one thing i'll say is and this is something i value a lot the biggest thing is relationships and you need to understand who you're going to spend time with the most when it comes to getting recruited to the next level and you, you just need to be able to build a relationship with the people you're going to be spending time with and being able to meet and learn about them and know who they are as people before you make your decision. That's really important. 
I was talking to a uh, former NFL player today about the transfer portal and name image likeness, and he's a big fan of kind of letting the market establish itself and sort of said that, look, um, everyone's freaking out because there's so many players and they're, we're all worried about NIL, but let the system kind of settle down. What do you think this is going to look like, Jack Coletto, in five or ten years when we look back at college football? Gosh. It's funny because I was asked this question today. Like, what this transfer portal, NIL, this, this was a good idea or not to me? Like, none of us really know yet because we haven't really gone through it long enough to really understand the true consequences of everything. And there's always going to be good and bad for both, but to see what it's going to be like in five to ten years from now, I mean, I'd be lying if I told you. I'd, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously goods and bads to it right now, but what develops from it? I mean, who knows? Anything's possible, really. You've practiced a lot and probably tackled Damian Martinez a handful of times, a number of times in practice. What makes that kid good? Oh, gosh. I mean, the moment he stepped on campus, you knew there was some serious potential in regards to his athletic abilities. But, I mean, if you really start to look beyond the surface and the type of way he prepares for games and the way he trains, I mean, he he gets after it training and you know developing and stuff like that so and he's obviously done that throughout his high school career and now he's carrying it on to his OSU career so when you start to see all those accomplishments and success it's like as soon as he stepped in the building and really spring ball it's like I knew this guy was going to be something special so to see him get these awards it's definitely awesome to see but it doesn't really surprise me just because it's like the body of work that was put in before he even got here and the type of guy he is and player he is. I mean, it's well-deserved. Something struck me in watching the running backs in general this season, you know, whether it was Deshaun Fenwick or or uh, Damian or even other guys, um, is just how hard they run. Is it more about who Oregon State's recruiting or how they're coaching them, or is that stuff infectious? When one guy's running hard, everybody runs hard, or – or does that happen when you know you have an offensive line up there that is going to make things happen in front of you? I believe it's a combination of things, but, I mean, if you were to really try and pinpoint it down to one thing, I honestly believe it's the culture. Like when the offensive line's blowing guys off the ball, other people see that. The running back might see it. So then he starts running, running harder, and then when he starts running harder, it just kind of goes, you know, just passes down along the chain. And even during practice, it's like on – defense like we pride ourselves on being physical it's really two very physical groups going after each other on defense and when you implement that and continue to throw that then you start playing other teams it's like oh gosh that's like we are pretty darn physical up front we can get some things done you've got a career in front of you there's a bunch of other guys that are off to to uh, the nfl and other places and uh, life after this season uh it is there's some concern with the fan base that losing guys like you and Jaden Grant and some others will will cause uh, Oregon State to take a step back next year. What do you say to those fans? Well, let's look at Damian Martinez and Jack Belling and the impact the freshmen made and, and plus the class that's coming in this next year. So it's like it's just an endless cycle when you got a lot of guys – You've been here for a while, end up leaving, but you have a lot of young guys who've understood 
the standards and expectations and being able to implement that for the younger guys. That's how you create something here, and I think we've been able to do that successfully. Caleb Williams or Michael Penix Jr., in Jack Coletto's mind, who is the better offensive player? Oh, gosh. <sighs> There's no wrong answer. I mean, it's 1A, 1B, maybe, I, I, I don't know, but, you know. I'm thinking about that because it's hard to, like, decipher from the two because it's obviously two different situations when we played play them. Well, granted, they did end the game in a similar fashion, driving down for the team to win, but... Oh man! I mean, I can't really, I can't really give an answer on that one just because right. I there's similarities. It's like both have strong arms, very athletic, and do a lot of things. So which, I don't which know. Of the, a, which of those two last drives would you like to replay? <laughs> like redo or? I can give you one of those drives back. Do you do you put yourself on the field at Husky Stadium on that windy night? with a chance to stop them from driving, you know, on you guys? Or do I put you at Research Stadium against USC and Caleb Williams, give you guys another shot to stop them? USC. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say USC. That was pretty easy, wasn't it? Yeah. When you think about it, it's like it's your own home turf. you got to defend your home turf, so. Well, uh, you got a Vegas Bowl coming up. Uh, you got some prep to do yourself. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have fun with it. Uh, I've enjoyed having you on the show, and I know people have enjoyed getting to know you. Uh, com. if you want to check out his his line of apparel. And uh, I, I, I get emails from people, Jack, who say, you know, we're wearing our jackhammer gear watching the game, and uh, it's listeners of the show. So I appreciate you coming on and letting people get to know you this season. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, it's definitely been fun, and I'm glad it hasn't always been just strictly about football. I can talk about food and stuff because everyone loves food. Yeah. Hey, hey. By the way, you got finals right now, or what is that like for a guy who, uh, you know, do you are you taking yoga like Jaden Grant, and what you know, what's your class schedule like right now? As much as I'd like to say I'm taking yoga, I'm not taking yoga right now. So <laughs> let's just say finals is almost over with, and I won't have to worry about it ever again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, amen to that. All right, listen, we'll get you back on maybe around the bowl game or uh, perhaps as you're preparing for the NFL draft, but uh, good luck to you in the game. Great, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Jack Coletto, there he is, linebacker, Oregon State. Where's he going to end up in the NFL? I wouldn't be surprised to see him as a fullback in the NFL. Maybe a linebacker, who knows? I think there's a place for him on an NFL roster. I think he'll play. Uh, Good stuff from Jack Coletto. Our big splash is coming up uh, at 4 o'clock. John Wilner, Bay Area News Group. We'll talk about the Pac-12, particularly what's going to happen with UCLA on December the 14th as uh, their fate will be decided ultimately. Final answer? Uh, Yeah, I'm asking. Leave it here. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.